the CC. Welcome to the Controversial Conversation, the CC. I'm your host, W, and each week, like this week, I'll be bringing to you controversial topics and discussions from yesterday and today. To weigh in on these topics, you can follow me at the Controversial Conversation on Facebook and Instagram. On both sides of the scope or spectrum, what exactly are the perks of getting married? Let's get in the car and talk about it. You know, you know those times where you might be at a party or a, a family get together or a um, or anything of the sort, you know, kind of like a an anniversary gathering of some sort. You know, when you have one of those, there will come a point in time during especially during an anniversary dinner date, you know, gathering of the sort. Um, attention is going to be grabbed. Um, whether it be the husband or the wife, attention is going to be grabbed for a moment and a toast can happen or even just a speech of the sort. The husband might get up and he might start talking about his wife or the wife might get up and start talking about her husband and about how amazing each of them are or how he couldn't have seen his way through life without her you know he um he might talk about how she is his rib for sure or how he would do anything for her and of course vice versa on either sides you know she might you know talk about how um her husband is her best friend you know things like that you know how Someone she could always talk to. He was a rock for her, a solid backbone. He was always there for her. You know, you know, those endearments of a toast, you know, just to compliment or or give thanks and appreciation to your spouse. The other, you know, it, it could be like an anniversary gathering could be a 20 year, 30 year, 40 year anniversary. They might be old. They might be grandparents. They might be great grandparents, you know, and you listen to what he or she is saying about their significant other. And it's, it could be rather touching. Okay. It could be rather touching. It could touch you deep down in your soul. You might shed a tear or something. You never know, but depending on how emotional you are. So you have one of those and you're listening to this and, and it can go on for a little while, but the point I'm trying to make is that these types of things are a collection of reminiscent thoughts in time. This isn't something that has just been a year. This isn't just, you know, a five year ordeal. I'm talking about a lifetime of being together. Of course, it doesn't include those bad times. It might include, you know, a rough patch in life on how you overcame. But it's just key moments that stood out over the years or decades. That each one of them want to bring to light a true appreciation. That's what that is today. Um, marriage is. It seems to be a little diluted 
That's that's it. It's diluted. You know, the meaning of marriage and, you know, what comes out of it being together. It's not the same as it used to be. Now, according to Google, okay, defining marriage, Google defines it as the legally or formally recognized union of two people as partners in a personal relationship. Historically, and in some jurisdictions specifically, a union between a man and a woman. Now, once again, using Google, I ask, what is marriage based on in the Bible? Now, it says that God instituted the husband-wife relationship as an equal partnership with Adam and Eve. And it says to see Genesis 2 and 24. And it says, goes on to say that marriage is central to God's plan for our happiness during this life and our eternal happiness in the life hereafter. And just to be a little bit thorough. Okay, I went and looked up what Genesis 2 and 24 states. All right. And matter of fact, I'm going to read 23 and 24. It says the man said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman for she was taken out of man. And verse 24 says that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. Okay. One flesh y'all. They become one, a single unit. And what does that mean? A unit. I mean, there's many different ways that it probably can be defined. But when becoming a unit in marriage, you know, last names change because you become one. That's where you get that. I now pronounce you husband and wife or for the first time presenting you to Mr. and Mrs. Blankety blank blank. You become one. Not to say that you're not an individual. You just become a unit Everybody has a part to play, but don't get it twisted. Now, there are definitely pushbacks when it boils down to that last name change. Okay, in the United States, especially between 20 to 30 percent of married women still hold on to their maiden or surname. Especially with the the feminism movement going and many women, you know, see Changing their last name to their husband's last name is a patriarchal thing and is a blow to the equality between men and women. While not very common, though, there are men who eventually or may possibly marry and take the last name or hyphenate their last name to their new wife's last name. And of course, there are even more smaller numbers of couples who change their last name to something completely new and fresh, which is cool. That's cool. You know, of a lot of this 
will vary based on culture, religion, and, and so forth, and how a person may feel about changing their last name. Now, granted, there are situations or feelings of people who feel as though changing their last name to their husband or a man in general is a form of control. It's a sense of ownership as though the man owns the woman like property. This comes from a time frame where, you know, this this was actually true. Women, just like slaves, were considered property. So, yes, changing the last name to the husband's name was a form of ownership. It's not so much like that now today, of course, but it was it was definitely a defining thing back then. I was um, I was going through some TikTok videos, I believe, and um, there was a woman talking about um, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez getting married. Congratulations to them, first off. You know, they tied that that knot. The Affleck and the Lopez J Lo. However, though. Um, This woman in this video, this TikTok, she was a tad bit perturbed. She was upset that J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, changed her name to Jennifer Affleck. She was, she first disclosed that she was one of the 20 to 30% who did not change their last name after marriage. So I'm pretty sure you know exactly the direction in which this is going. Nevertheless, this woman stated that the changing of the last name goes back to a, quote, very dark and patriarchal place, specifically 11th century British law called coverture. Okay, end quote. That's what she said. So, which I looked it up and it basically states that It was a legal doctrine in the English common law in which a married woman's legal existence was considered to be merged with that of her husband so that she had no independent legal existence of her own. And that was just a short type description of it. However, the woman went on to say that Some of these practices went well into the 1970s, especially about the fact that women couldn't purchase things in their maiden name, house, car, credit cards, etc. Now, this is where it gets really interesting. The woman said, quote, so what's in a name change? She said herself that it's clearly power and identity then she said that to watch a global superstar like Jennifer Lopez J-Lo give that up at this particular moment in history feels especially problematic and I think Ben Lopez sounds good now you see that that right there that, that 
I think Ben Lopez sounds good. See, it starts off as some dark patriarchal type shit. Matter of fact, no. She started with disclosing that she is one of the 20 to 30 percent of women who didn't change their name after marriage. That's a flag. Then she went to how the changing of the name had a dark patriarchal history lingering behind it with the coverture. All right. And okay, that's fine. Fine, fine, fine. That's fine. But this is where it blows my mind when she said, so what's in a name change? Then turned around and answered clearly that it was clearly power and identity. Oh, my God. And how dare Jennifer Lopez give up her identity to be one with the adflect? But mind you. Hold on. Hold on. She said that she couldn't believe she did this at this moment in history. What the fuck is going on in history at this moment? Oh, oh, this is the moment that women are trying to overthrow men. Is that it? Is that what, it, what you know, this moment right here in history? Because she sure did turn around and say that Ben Lopez does sound good. You know, it got a little nice little ring to it. Really? So it's okay for a man to change his name to his wife's. That's not problematic. But for a woman in this time in history to change her name is problematic. See, that's that double standard poo poo bullshit that just doesn't make any sense. None at all. And matter of fact, if it does make sense to you, please, by all means, reach out. Reach out to me, okay? Reach out. You can leave me a message right here on Anchor, or you can go to Anchor and leave me a message. You can reach out to me via Facebook and Instagram at The Controversial Conversation, all right? I'm all ears. Matter of fact, right now, I just need to reset, pay some bills, stick around, and I'll be right back. Yo, bro, what's going hey, on with you, man? I ain't seen you in a minute. What's, what's going good? on with you, man? What's man? Ain't nothing but business, man. How you doing, man? Man, I'm good. What you got going on, dude? Man, I ain't got nothing, man. I just got some things on my mind trying to do some things. Say word. What you got, man? Yeah, man, I'm trying to save some money for the future, man. Just trying to save a little bit of money, man. That's all. Dude, I didn't tell you about the Bitcoin Pro J. Mott. Nah, Bitcoin Pro J. Mott. Who, who, who the hell is that? Look here, bro. Bitcoin J. Mott. Man, those platforms helped me all the way through the pandemic. Straight up. Stop playing. For real, man. That's what's up, man. But I, I ain't trying to deal with nothing. I got to pay somebody else for something. You know? Oh, no, man. No, look. The Bitcoin Pro J. Mott, man, he only wants to help. No setup fees, none of that charging or hidden fees and stuff. Look, it's just pure guidance to help you get to a better financial situation for you. Hey, and it's a great way to start preparing for generational wealth, man. Get your kids something to jumpstart their future, bro. Seriously. Oh, man, you know what, man? Where, hey, where do 
everybody go to sign up, bro? That sounds like a good idea. Man, all you got to do is go to the bitcoinpro.unitedinvestors.group. Man, it's simple. Again, little bitcoinpro.unitedinvestors.group. Man, and get started today, bro. Seriously. And be sure to let them know your boy W sent you. Hey, hey, hey. All right, we're back. Back in the car. Appreciate you sticking around for this. Um, I wanted to share a story. It was a loose story that I that I heard um, not long ago, but it's, it's definitely rather fitting to this topic. Apparently, there was a, um, a Muslim woman who had entered into an arranged marriage. She eventually rebelled against her family and divorced her husband. She did it on her own. And after a while, she eventually found a man and they started dating. And eventually they married. Fast forward a bit, you know, she has a bit of regret. She now wishes that she could divorce her current husband and get back into her arranged marriage because she felt as though she knew more about her arranged husband than the marriage that she was currently in. Now, while arranged marriages is not something that's commonly practiced today, there could be a benefit in regards to it, especially with this woman's story. I mean, she rebelled against her family and divorced her arranged husband and rebelled against her, you know, her her lifestyle, went out and did it on her own, got married and has a bit of regret in regards to it. So it's like, well, what were the what were the perks? I wish I knew more about this story. And, and at this point, it's just speculation. You know, did was it the fact that she felt as though the the perks of her arranged marriage were better. I mean, I understand that she said that she knew more of her arranged husband than her new current husband and wishes she can go back, but it's just the sense of why. Now, I saw a meme, okay, and I, I want to get off of that one because, again, it's just speculation, but I saw a meme and it was talking about marriage and it says, marriage is not about a beautiful wedding, fancy homes, cute kids, nice cars, and a white picket fence. Marriage is hospital stays, working long hours, fighting through struggles, paying bills, and keeping the faith and staying together through it all. Now, to me, that was a very powerful, powerful mean very powerful a lot of people have a tendency of looking at the perks of marriage and it was kind of like biggie it was all a dream okay see marriage isn't like the stuff you see in movies yeah it happens but not every single day every waking moment every hour when people who are are married talk about, oh, he or she is my best friend, always there for me when when I need them to be. They move my spirit to move mountains, my rock, my everything. These 
These are all things that you work towards. It doesn't happen overnight. It's not just a quick snap and then boom, it's there. No, it takes time. This is the type of stuff you have and realize when you have someone real. Now, when you have some real seasons under your belt, that's when it comes. You'll have some some stories to tell that aren't about those several times you broke up and got back together or or how he went oops upside your head. No. It's not that. And it's not how she had a baby by another man. Not those type of stories. I'm talking about the the struggle they went through to, together, the hardships that they went through together that one time back when COVID hit or the times that that y'all might have got caught in the rain and just started dancing. Watching the fireworks and how the kids were scared because it was so loud and your kids might have said something crazy and off the route. It's so loud. My daughter said that on her fourth, first fourth of July. It's so loud, daddy. No. And started crying. Those are things that you remember. You talk about the things, the good times y'all had over the years. Y'all, both of you as a unit had the decades, the scores. That's the movie right there. The memories y'all have to reflect on. These are the things that you have to work towards. You have a give and take. You have to. You got to take and give. You can't just want that shit at the very beginning of a relationship demand shit that isn't supposed to be right now you're you're trying to trying to demand shit that's supposed to be earned it takes time it takes time it takes practice why because practice makes perfect now on topic okay here's another tiktok video that i stumbled across all right let me paint this for you all right There was a husband and a wife and they were talking about their marriage. He stated that from the beginning, he didn't care how mad she was. Didn't matter how mad they got at each other. We deal with it. We deal with it. He said he told her that if he has to sleep on the couch, fine. If he has to sleep in another room, fine. Don't want me in the bed because you're upset. That's fine. But what we are not going to do is you're not going to run to your mama house. I'm not going to my mother's house. We are not going to run to our people and tell them what's going on in our house because this is between you and me. Now, personally, I remember times like that. While it was from my mother to her son, 
I remember growing up hearing what goes on in my house, stay in my house. Okay. Now, unfortunately, today, social media has allowed us to expose any and everything that goes on in your life. And this includes within our marriages or relationships, for that matter, allowing a bunch of people, family, friends, hell, people you don't even know, complete strangers and just expose everything. All right. Now, getting back to the video, we getting back in the car. All right. The wife went on and she spoke on on a few things as well. She stated that she believed that the whole concept of love, commitment and marriage is not in its proper place today. Let me let me say that just one more time. Just one more time. Okay? She said that the whole concept of love, commitment and marriage is not in its proper place today. Okay? Now, she went on to say that this is because she thinks that a lot of females feel that love is butterflies in your stomach and looking perfect all the time. And he's smelling good and he's treating you like royalty all the time. She said that's not reality. She said she believes that a lot of women and men go into relationships with the wrong idea about what it comes with. She said that it's not just a feeling when you love somebody. See, see, I done told you, I done told you, love isn't a feeling. I've said it before. Love is a choice. Okay, let's go. Let's get back on this road. All right. She said that it's not just a feeling to love somebody. It's a decision that you've chosen this person and you're going to be committed to this person. Knowing that there will be tests and trials and struggles. You're not going to always agree on the same things all the time. But today, it seems like the mindset is, you know what? This ain't working. I'm going to be out. She said that people today are just too selfish. She went on to give an example. She said that whenever she gets ready to leave the house, her husband will place her glasses on her purse. Because he knows that she is forgetful. She said things like that are worth gold. And guess what? 49 years later, and she corrected herself and she said, well, technically 51 years. And here we are. A married couple. Now, see, sometimes... Watching things like that really gets me motivated. You know, I, I love my wife. I love my children. I love my family. You know, we're tight knit. But it's just things like that. It's like, man, I cannot wait 
to, to get to that anniversary, that 30 year, 40 year anniversary and reminisce about the, 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 the crazy ass times that we had. But see, <clears throat> sometimes it seems that marriages get watered down when reality hits. That that give and take factor may turn into gimme, gimme, gimme or me, me, me or just plain old I. The eyes and the mind, yeah, no, no. With marriage, it's supposed to be us, we, and ours. And no, I'm not just rambling off some pronouns for transgenders, okay? Not the LGBT pronouns that for an individual, but the representation of the unit in which you've become. Some people may say 50-50, too many times do I see the, the response that of, nah, it needs to be 100-100. You give 100% of yourself, not half. There are some who look at 50-50 as, hey, rent's due. I need your half. Or, yo, that car payment is needing another half of your bill. I need that other half. No, no, just no. I mean, I see and I understand why people may look at it like that. And there's a lot of different reasons why. But I don't think that people are looking at that right. I don't think that's the meaning behind the 50-50 thing. While yes, give 100% of you to your spouse, as they should do unto you as well. But that 50-50 thing, I don't think it's about splitting bills and shit like that. That's more like a roommate type deal. But that 50-50 of a marriage is that give and take. You meet each other in the middle. You have strengths and you have weaknesses. Your weaknesses should be your partner's strengths. It balances out. It balances that 50-50. Giving 100% of you may not work because even though you're giving your all, it may not be enough because you may be lacking in the skill to complete said task. That's where your counterpart comes in to balance out the imbalances. That's what I believe that that 50 50 rule really is. You just balance each other out. I mean, you giving 100 percent and your, your spouse giving 100 percent that equals 50 50. I know it may not sound right, but when you come together because you're a unit, you're a unit. Practice makes perfect. A matter of fact, I think a good example that a lot of people may know that uh, that movie with Denzel Washington. Remember the Titans. Now, I'm going to paraphrase this because I, I haven't watched it in a little while, but I do remember bits and pieces of this part that I'm about to tell you. OK. The team. One of the guys that got up and uh, was giving a speech and he was saying that the coach had demanded perfection. OK. Individually, they were not perfect. One may throw an interception. Another may miss a block. Another may fumble the ball. One may trip over his own damn shoelaces. They are not perfect as individuals. But their record was perfect as a team. They are perfect. 
Okay. And it's the same way in a marriage individually. No, you're not going to be perfect, but as a unit, as a married couple, y'all need to be perfect. You stand by each other, no matter what period you stand by your significant other. There's your deem of perfection. Too many times people look at the end game of marriage. They look at, well, when it fails, well, what do I do if we don't work out? Shit happens. Okay. I've seen too many TikToks, too many videos, too many reels, too many YouTube videos, too many of them that break down the indifferences between men and women, the imbalances of a marriage or a relationship between men and women. Too many times people are looking at, well, what do I gain from this? And what they're looking at isn't the right gain. They're looking at like like it's a negative gain. What negative gains? When the negativity happens, what do I gain? And and, and I know you've heard them, okay? Women can have that cushion of, of alimony. You know, women get that protection of a man. And traditionally, women, you know, would stay home. And they're there to cook and clean. But in today's time, it doesn't seem that many women want to do that. They want their luxury cake and eat it, too, while doing nothing but sitting on their asses while men bring home the money, you know, for them to spend, you know, or men. Well, we don't get the sex that we want. We're always being disrespected. You know, men will have to cook and clean. There's a lot of different things that people argue in regards to relationships or marriages. Like, this is not fair. This is this and this is that. You're looking at the negative. Look at the positive that can come out of it. You have to. Now, while relationships are great and cool and all that wonderful stuff, you know, we're we're talking strictly about marriages and the perks of marriages. You know, what are the gains from marriage? As an individual, when you look at marriage, What are you actually gaining from that that you wouldn't normally get from dating or just hoeing in the streets? I mean, maybe that's a little extreme, but you get the point. You get the gist of what I'm saying. What are the perks and what are they? Stop looking at the negative all the time. Many times you hear women say, you know, they believe that men just want sex with women. We're a bunch of horn dogs. Now, remember, men and women do not think the same. The things men may value are not the same for women. And of course, this isn't for all men and all women. But this would definitely apply to the mass majority of all of us. A generalization. Men and women think differently. I've seen arguments that state that men think logically. Men work based off incentives. Men don't go to work because it's just something that we desire deep down. We go to work to get a check. We want the money. That's the incentive. Now, don't get bent out of shape now. Don't do it. Because it's the same for women. 
Women may call it something different, but it's all the same. Incentives. When you think about it, there are a pretty good amount of incentives or perks for women to get married or be married or get married and divorce. For men, it's not so easily found at times. Everything is geared towards women. That cushion of alimony. Under normal circumstances, when men and women divorce, alimony is usually paid to the women. And that's generally because women make the least amount of money in comparison to their counterpart, male, husband, whatever. Statistically, it shows that men make more money than women. So therefore, cha-ching, payouts to women. And that's just based on the stats that the numbers. Okay. Now in a, a legal sense, there are plenty of perks while being married, but of course that's not what we are talking about. You know, referencing a previous episode on fair versus equality, does getting married have its fair or is it equal in balance? Does it have it? Is it there? Off the rip, it doesn't really seem like it nowadays. But while yes, there are exceptions to this, but exceptions sometimes are still hard to find. It's like the priorities have changed drastically over the years. And the thing about it is, is like, even though I said that that's not what we're talking about here, in the legal sense, there are a lot of perks to being married. One of them just being, you know, if, you know, you and your 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 significant other combined make under a hundred under a hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year, you're in a different tax bracket versus individually. You'll be in a higher tax bracket, depending on which one makes more money and so forth. The cap goes up, but that's just one. There are plenty of perks like that. But when we talk about, you know, why am I going to get married? A lot of times it's just, you know, well, what's in it for me? And truth be told, there could be a lot that's in it for you. But in order for you to get to the you, you have to go through the us, the we's the combined unit in order to get there. Because if you work as an individual, you'll be working against your partner, period. Check this out. Many women would like to be first. First before anybody else, they want to be first. And not only the first, but the only in certain situations. They want to make sure that you, as a man or husband, will put her first. Remember that song by Jaheem, Put That Woman First? I've seen many debates over this on social media. You know, it, it, just like the question of if a man is driving and he goes and picks up his mother and he has his girlfriend or his wife with him. Who sits in the front seat and who sits in the back seat? Now, 
seriously, this has been a debate that's been going on for a long time. And it's like it's almost there's a there's a no right answer to it when in actuality there is, you know, it's like, oh, well, I'd put my wife in the front seat. Okay, so, oh, you don't you don't care about women. You don't care about your mother. How could you do to your mother? Your mother raised you. Oh, okay. then I'll put my mother in the front seat. Oh, why would you do that? Your wife is supposed to be your partner. You're a stand beside this, that and the other, blah, 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 blah. Well, okay. well, what's the answer? Well, if we go back to the Bible, Genesis chapter two, 24 says that's why a man leaves his father and his mother. And this is to unite, to become one with his wife. So the answer to that question would be my wife goes in the front seat unless she decides to give up her front seat for her mother-in-law or for her mother for that, for that sake. So, the man is supposed to put his wife first and that's great. That's fine and dandy. It's wonderful, but you can't sit here and say, well, I'm gonna put my mama in the front seat and put my wife in the back seat and get mad and say, Oh, he has no, no respect. But then when he says, I'm put my wife in the front seat and then put my wife in the back or my mother in the back seat, you can't say, Oh, he disrespects women. This is a woman that raised you and this, that, and the other. No, he's supposed to leave his mother and his father to cling to his wife, his unit. But let's let's flip it. Okay, let's let's flip the script. On the other shoe, while a man may put his woman first, she shows the tendencies of putting him last. You hear it all the time. Oh, my kids come before anything. No, your husband is supposed to come before anything. I got to put myself first. No, your husband is supposed to come first. Your children are supposed to come last because it goes up the pyramid. If you take it to the religious standpoint, God is the head. Jesus answers to God. Man answers to Jesus. Women answer to the husband. And then there's the kids. The kids answer to all of the above. And in that order. Because when you think about it. When Jesus is happy, God should be happy. The husband is to please Jesus. If Jesus is happy, then the man should be happy. If the man's happy, the woman should be happy, the wife. And if the wife is happy, the kids should be happy. But if any one of that is broken, everybody below should not be happy at all. If a woman makes her husband happy, the kids will be happy because the husband will make sure that the wife is happy. And still and yet, the kids would be happy. Everybody would be good. It's Gucci. But it's 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 watered down these days. It's diluted. Okay? It doesn't go both ways now. 
Women just want to be first. And matter of fact, I'm not even going to say that women are going to put the husband last or the boyfriend last. I'm going to say they're going to put them next, not last, but she's going to be putting him next. But after. If she has a child from a previous relationship, you come next to the child. After the child. If her mother or father comes around, you come next to them. And after. Coach Greg Adams was, um, he was saying that the majority of women would probably go to a corporation. He said that they would more than likely be dedicated to that corporation so much so that they would tattoo that company logo on their ass before they took your last name. If that ain't a damn shame, like I said, the priorities changed and shifted to something completely different. It's something else. Even going back to the, the list from earlier, it, it seems like the benefits for women are far greater than they are for men. But what if we took away some of those benefits? Women want protection. Regardless of what that protection is, that's what they want. And it's like those that protection can come in many different forms. It could be a cushion, just like we talked about earlier. You know, alimony. It's a cushion. You know, well, if it doesn't work out, you know, fuck it. You know, I get I can get alimony. So if if he cheats on her divorce, I'm taking the car, the house, the kids, and you're going to pay me alimony and child support. But what if that protection was taken away from the beginning? A prenuptial agreement. It's like if you mention that word prenup, it's like who let the demons out? Stand against the demons. Like that prenuptial agreement is just a demon in itself towards women. You will die. They turn into something else. Like what the fuck? You will die. It's like they need an exorcism or some shit now. It's like you better call the priest or some shit. It's like their next question is how could you cuss me like that? It's the end of the entire world as we know it. And why? Why is it when a man tries to protect himself, he's not a real man anymore? He's less of a man. Like, why do you need a prenup? It's like, if you want to really see if a woman is here for you, just just yell out prenup and watch the fireworks. Watch her head spin around like an exorcism or some shit. See, when you when you start throwing words like that into the mix, women get real cautious and angry. It's like one dude wanted his girlfriend to sign a prenup before they moved in together. It was it was being talked about on a show. Um, the real, I believe it was called. 
all the women, mind you, one woman was like, she needs to throw up the peace sign and roll the fuck out. Okay. Another woman said that the details of the prenup have to be fair. Another one said that, oh, the partner you're supposed to be with will start off fair from the beginning. Okay. And another one asked, why a prenup in the first place? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Allow me, allow me. Because no matter how rational or down to earth or cool a woman is, when shit doesn't go her way, it's World War Three. They are ready to eat you up and spit you out. And the most fucked up part about it is it's like a fucking game to these women. Like, let's see how much I can break this dude down until he's nothing. Sometimes I think women push men's buttons just to see when he's going to commit suicide. Because again, you know, men are 3.88 times more likely to commit suicide than women. We got a millionaire tells his fiance he wants a prenup before getting married. She said, I can't believe you are asking me for a prenup. She said that like she felt blindsided and that the prenuptial agreements are a sign of distrust. Okay. If he's going to be loyal and a real husband, why would you need a prenup? That was what she said. Why? Why would he why would he need a prenup? Because your definition of a real husband or a real man will change as the weather does. You just never know. But once again, the perks for men and women alike, it seems the quality of either has declined greatly over the times. It it, it really has. The perception of what the other may want or desire is overshadowed by one's own selfishness, trying to be like the others and take the benefits of the other. I, I was watching, you know, something in regards to this and it was called the, the teachman's study. And this video, it, it kind of blew my mind, but it said that if anyone ever asked you why, female promiscuity is a problem or why men aren't getting married. The site is called the Teachman study. Okay. That's where it starts. It says that a virgin bride has an 80.47% chance of staying married. A one partner, non virgin wives stand a 69% chance of staying married. Okay. If she's had just three sexual partners, she stands a 39.35% chance of staying married. If she's had six to 10 partners, she stands a 28.7% chance of staying married. And with 16 to 20 lovers, she only stands 
a 17.8% chance of staying married. Those are the numbers. Okay. Those numbers, I was just like, when I saw that, I was like, well, damn. It says that if a woman being loose simply refers to her inability to pair bond and how loosely she will honor a lifetime marriage vow. Hmm. Now, you 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 can't. Well, I guess you say like Kevin Samuel says, you can't make this shit up. Okay, look further and look past your own selfishness. When getting married, look more to what we can make and build and grow together. And in, and enjoy what you get. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Because the times will come where you'll be the one giving those speeches about your husband or about your wife, about how they were your rock, your rib, or how they were so compassionate, your best friend or whatever. It will come, but it takes time. The perks of marriage are very beneficial. Plus, you can live longer, especially as a man, if you're married versus being single. I mean, just look at the numbers. Look further than your own understanding. Now, let's just go ahead and get out the car. Y'all have a good one. Be easy. The CC. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Controversial Conversation. The CC. I'm sure this episode may or may not have pissed off some folk. Don't be mad. The CC is for entertainment and the views expressed may or may not be my personal views. But looking at it from a different perspective is all I'm doing. Almost like playing devil's advocate. Being more open-minded to things to be able to see another's point of view can be the beginning of a healing process. Remember to keep your eyes, ears, and minds open. Because you never know what you may learn. And no matter whether you agree with me or disagree with me, I respect your decision. But please, I still want to hear from you. Join in on the controversy and follow me at the Controversial Conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And once again, I'm your host. Dub, 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 dub.